Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Coming up on TMS, not beefing or queefing. Grimace, the purple psychic chicken nugget. Weekend at Birdie's. Hillbilly beatboxing. How do you do, fellow birds? Heefing and meefing. Sentient milkshake. Not made of cats. Well, stitch my lift. Ronald McDonald's side chick. It'll be one week till I hit Vegas. He's a dumb, fat, purple raisin. Hey, Internet, can we stop talking about this? It's a Japanese goth girl cafe. (laughs) Gazing into the past with Bill. What the flock with Bobby and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. I've got this song that I holler to. It goes like this. I sure did a very good job baking these brownies. The Morning Stream. If God was a villain, he would have been me. Hey, y'all. What's going on? Welcome back to TMS. It is The Morning Stream for Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. I'm Scott Johnson. That's Brian Abbott. Oh, hello, Scott. Hello. I can't believe you start us off with some, uh, oh, what is that called? It's called like Keefen. Oh, is that, this is, is this a, is that a thing? Keefen or Meefen or, yeah, that, like there's a, I've never even heard of that before, the Meefen yeah. part. Oh my God, let me see if I can find. <laughs> is that a whole, like this a whole is, genre, like a thing? It's a whole genre of like Appalachian singing along music and Holy I'm trying shit. to figure out. Oh my God! If I can find it, there's like a. I'm, I'm interested in this. I want to know more of Heathen. Yeah, but I wish I could remember actually what it's what it's called. I'm not looking like right now. I'm looking in here. So if somebody in the chat room figures out what that what that style of music is called, Heathen. Um, I've never heard of it, but it sounds oh, like a see. right. It sounds like the right word for what I heard. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this first part where she says this. I've got this song that I holler to. A song that I holler a to. A song that I holler to. Isn't that, <laughs> that's so accurate. Yeah. I mean, you're Brian. Okay, you love your, you love your hillbilly culture. So I figured this would be something you'd appreciate. Yeah, I'm. I am working on getting you. Let's see here if I can find it. Oh my God! All right, because this. So the. Um, oh, is there? Is this it right here? Please tell me. What do you got? Yes. What you got? Okay. What do you got? All right, I'm giving you something. Giving it to you right now. Give it X to me. Give it to you. Give it to me. X gonna give this. It to I me. would believe this is going to be uh, copyright free. I believe this is something that it is okay to play on the show. Okay, um, let's give it a shot. 
Yeah. Is it and coming to Discord is, uh, or uh, where, so, where are you sending so this? So in the past, I've played um, uh, an auto-tuned version of, with a little help from my friends, by uh, Ringo Starr and the mm-hmm. Beatles. Sure. Um, that is intentionally out of tune because it plays on the whole what would you think if I sang out of tune, da-da-da. Oh, that whole thing, and, sure. Um, that whole thing. And that's by a bunch of guys called the Evolution Control Committee. These guys, they find audio, they find weird music and stuff like that and they play it and it's just freaking awesome and they turn it into like songs and and uh uh i'm not selling i'm I'm doing a bad job of selling them but they are really really good i don't know you've sold me already i don't know what the hell i'm even getting into and i'm in (laughs) one of the uh tracks that uh they did is this thing called hillbilly beatboxing where i think it's called efing or or anyway this talks about or this explains how you do it Okay, let's uh, play, play a bit of it. Here we go. Let me, yeah. uh, here, I'll turn down the rest of this so we don't have okay. to hear it. Here we go. You start out with the letter E. Mm-hmm. You say E. Mm-hmm. I say E. And then you go... <laughs> and then you kind of gasp. <laughs> you put the three together. E. <laughs> like that. And then you do I. <laughs> the interviewer can't handle e, it. E. I'll do it real slow. Okay, what does it say about me that I love this? What does it say? <laughs> it says that you're human because there is no reason you shouldn't love yeah, this. Yeah, how can it's- you not love this? That is absolutely fantastic. <laughs> Isn't that awesome? It's so good. Yeah. I haven't even heard of this. And that's beefing. Or sorry, what'd you call it? Eefing. I think, yeah, it's not beefing or queefing, but I think it's called eefing. Uh, <laughs> All right. I want to say it's called eefing, and, and um, I thought they used the name and the title. That's what made it really hard for me to find it. But uh, uh, yeah, no, that's, that is. Uh, that's really great, dude. Right really like yeah. that. Is there more of that? Can I get more? <laughs> Of this queefing, not more, not more of the eefing, <laughs> but there's lots more of the evolution control committee, and it's all, it's all fantastic. Well, you, um, was there? Uh, no, Barbara Streisand wasn't there. There was another thing they did that, um, besides the, uh, what would you think if I sang auto tune? There was another thing they did that was also more popular, and I can't remember what it was, but I'll, I'll look for it and see if I can find it. But so uh, what would you think? Is that is that the song? No. Something else? Yeah, the what? Well, you mean the the uh, what would you think if I sang? Oh, out of tune, different song. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. thinking what? And see, I'd give that one to you, but I know that one actually would get oh that get flagged, flagged by oh, yeah. YouTube. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if this one will or not. But we'll find out. Probably not, but maybe. Yeah, I've uh, I've been surprised <laughs> before. And they usually assure me, they'll there's, say... There's a tiny little bit of the Sanford and Son theme in there, yeah, so that, who knows? Burr, Quincy, burr, Quincy burr, Jones burr. might be coming after us. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Hold on. Back that truck yeah. up. I didn't know yeah. Quincy Jones made the theme for, for that. I didn't he know did. that. It's called The Street Beater, I believe, is the burr, name burr, of the burr, song. Burr, burr, I love that yeah. song. It's so good. Yeah, Quincy oh, Jones. man. Did not know that. Okay, well... Oh. More information than I needed to know today. I got it. It's in my head now, and I'm going to tell the world. Yes. Oh, uh, somebody yeah. in my lift uh, the other day. Can I share a little bit of other only, information? Only if I can do this right here. Be courteous and obey traffic regulations. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So 
we were talking about so people often when they get in my car they comment about my um stitch i have a stitch um uh stitch bobblehead that sits in the front of my car stitch like disney right? stitch for those wondering disney stitch yeah. leland stitch like like this like, like this fellow right here yeah a little or smaller like about a thousand that i have scattered all around my office here you are really a, a stitch super fan i do love stitch yeah, yeah. What's i feel, I feel like uh, and are you excited about a live action remake of stitch or does that bug you uh, no, I'm fine with it. Okay. Uh, I think they've they've done really well with the uh, live action uh, versions of uh, their stuff. So and that's definitely it. coming. So I'm excited for Brian's review. All right, back to your story. You're right. in the car. So uh, you know, so he gets in the car and he says, "Oh man, I love your Stitch bobblehead." And I said, "Oh yeah, thanks. Yeah, he's, uh, you know, we're we're just about done for the day. So he's got a nice big smile on his face, even though he always has that same smile on his face." And the guy says, "Oh yeah," and I said, "You know, as opposed to the grimace that he usually has on his face." And he <laughs> says, "Oh grimace. Funny you bring up grimace." I love Grimace. I'm like, oh, the McDonald's dude? Like, yeah. He said, and I say, so so he, he even says, my friends and I did a whole deep dive on Grimace back in the day. We would actually say, what would Grimace do? Because we thought he was such a dumb, you know, he's such a dumb, fat, purple, raisin looking we don't even know what he is. We don't know what, what he is. What, what is like, he? What yeah, is? He's not a chicken nugget. He's not what any is, of the food items. We I always assume shakes or something, right? I, yes, I didn't know, yes. but I always assume shakes. So we'll see. Now, yeah. According to the McDonald's wiki at McDonald's.fandom.com, I'm going to read you the first paragraph. Oh, it's shit. like uh, two two sentences of the definition of grim, grimace. All right? <laughs> grimace. Some definition. of this will surprise you. Okay. Hold, sit still, everyone. This is going to be big. Go. Yes. Grimace is a character featured in McDonaldland commercials. He is uh, Ronald McDonald's most bestest friend and psychic. He is a large purple chicken nugget being of indeterminate species with short arms and legs. He is from the planet Kare. Okay, hold on. <laughs> Did you say psychic or sidekick? <laughs> that's, that's exactly psychic. And when he read that to me, because he pulled this up on his phone too, and he said, <laughs> he said psychic. Me? I said, oh yeah, he's well. Of course, he's McDonald, Ronald McDonald's sidekick. Uh, and he says, no, this says psychic. So <laughs> grimace, grimace lore. Unless this was, unless this this McDonald's wiki was done via dictation, and mm. it's a uh, a dictation error. Uh, Grimace is a psychic, and he's a purple chicken nugget. So hold on. So when when uh, Ronald needs some future predicting, he goes to his psychic Grimace, the yes. purple the purple chicken nugget, and yes. says, "Grimace, tell me of the future." And Grimace says, "Ah, uh, I foresee." Uh, <laughs> Uh, the, the, I don't, we're going to do Monopoly again one day yeah. in the stores. Okay, thanks, Grimace. You've been a great psychic. That's the relationship? That's, That's the, the relationship. Now, um, I'm going to backtrack a little bit because I've read a little bit further in this thing. Okay. And um, uh, paragraph two. Prior to ascending to deity status and becoming destroyer of worlds, Grimace had a successful career as a capital finance executive, primarily working in mergers and acquisitions for Fortune 100 companies, Chuck E. Cheese, and Kim Jong-il. Okay. Did someone's account <laughs> so, get hacked so, on who fills out the wiki? Because that's insane. Apparently so. I mean, it is a wiki, so you can, you know, it can be filled out by anybody, but... Uh, sure. Uh, let's see. Does, does Grimace have any different kind of... Descri- uh, like, how does Wikipedia describe Grimace? Uh, oh, that's a really good question. Let's find he's out. psychic on the Wikipedia. By the way, Frank Welker. Uh, looks like Frank Welker did a voice, did the voice of uh, Grimace. Really? If, 
if this is to be, you know, it looks like the actual Grimace stuff is down below all of this, um, uh, all of this other stuff. Let's well, see I'm here. required to play this. No more Optimus Prime. Whenever his name comes up, I have to play that. Um, yeah, for let's sure. See here, so. uh, Grimace character, a McDonald <laughs> Land. All right, here we go. Hamburger um, Grimace. Voiced by Lenny Weinrib, Frank Welker, and sometimes Larry Moran from 86 to 2003. So absolutely Frank Welker. Yeah. Oh, he had four um, he arms was, in the beginning. Did you know that? Yeah, he was evil for, for stealing milkshakes. This, <laughs> like in the 15 minute drive where I took this guy, he pulled up photos of like, yeah, have you ever seen the evil original Grimace? I'm like, no, he was evil at the beginning. He's like, oh yeah, he had four arms. He'd steal milkshakes. And wow. his eyes were like, like gritty the um uh the mascot <laughs> that's amazing <laughs> yeah this this the uh, entry says they have he's from a species of grimaces and he has an uncle named uncle o grimacy who promoted the shamrock shakes oh of course of course was that was he green was that other grimace I, green? I don't doesn't show a photo o grimacy that's gotta be right he's not linked I here thank yeah exactly like why would you even do it but oh there he is uncle o grimacy performer at robert towers I can't find a picture though. Damn it! Well, anyway, this is wild. Wow, this is wild. And, uh, he was often referred to in his first commercial appearances as the crafty old Hamburglar. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm reading Hamburglar. Hamburglar. <laughs> <laughs> I went one paragraph too high. I forgot oops, to. Oops. I was. I was like reading, and then I looked away and came back. So he's a he's a uh, theft evil grimace. Stealing milkshakes and cokes. Uh, reintroduced to '72 as a protagonist, where he only has one set of arms. Oh, that was the difference. <laughs> you see, he was a robber, yeah. horrible uh, thief, and then he lost two par- two arms, and he was like, "That's that's fine. I'll be good now." Exactly. Yeah. Uh, a McDonald's spokesperson has said that Grimace is a taste bud, but a 2014 tweet from McDonald's Twitter account stated that Grimace says er, Laura says he's the embodiment of a milkshake. Okay, so that's a, I, my understanding was milkshake somehow. That's what I always that he thought. is an actual that he is an actual milkshake. Yeah, he's like the he's, he's the embodiment. He's a yeah, and instead instead of having like a cup walking around, a sentient milkshake. Yeah, it's like the guts of a milkshake. That's who. That's yeah. what. That, that was my when I was a kid. I think someone somewhere told me that, but I, I still to this day, he's a big purple weirdo. Like it's weird. he is a big purple weirdo, and I'm I'm bummed now. I'm really bummed mm-hmm. that he's not psychic. I yeah. want uh, yeah. I wish that the, the McDonald's fan wiki was true because you're getting very hungry for a Big Mac. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's a pretty good grimace, actually. You did a good job there. Thank you. I've never actually done a grimace before, but... Uh, had a little bit of a... You know, me me and know, Frank Welker. A little bit of a, a Barney the Dinosaur vibe to it as well. Well, so does Grimace. Thank yeah. you very much. I was going to say, they're cut from the same purple cloth, I think, that, those two. That is my, that is my fat purple impersonation. It's apl- uh, applicable to uh, Grimace, yep. Barney, and Dom DeLuise. That's right. Who was very purple in the end. By the end? Sadly. Sadly, very purple. Very purple. Uh, Mayor McCheese, by the way, this is a fun little side note. Yeah, I love the Mayor McCheese. Um, sure, he was sure. voiced. So they had a. He, there was an episode of Clerks, the animated series, which got canceled way too soon. Oh yeah, very good oh, which was so good. It they was had really running good. Running Batman joke. Oh, he was man, legit was good. It was fantastic. It was. Yeah. Anyway, he was voiced by Al Franken. Oh really? Yeah. <laughs> this is the Mayor McCheese. Yeah, isn't that crazy? They had an episode called "Nothing Can Kill the Grimace," and uh, they had Mayor McCheese in there, played by Al Franken, future senator at the time. I guess he hadn't been. He wasn't in the Senate yet. But he would yeah. and then he would do something that was, and then he some light yeah. fondling, not fondling. What well, was it? Photo. He, photo he put his hands in front like he was going to do some fondling, and but it, the person was asleep, and it was a little. A one little one gets the one gets the impression though. Uh, 
that he maybe bowed out too quickly compared to all those around him who also do worse things. You know what I'm saying? Like, you mean what do you mean by bowed out? Like well, he he opted he quit. himself out of that stuff and just no no he quit. So he oh. quits the Senate based on he literally retires from his position as a senator from the great state of Massachusetts uh, in light of that. And I remember going, well, that's probably good if that was the standard, meaning if everybody held themselves to that level, I would respect yeah. it. But nobody yeah. does. Nobody. Yeah. They do way right. worse shit than that. They, and they, they stay. double down. They say, oh, it was, you know, locker room talk or it was, you know, it was uh, yeah, I hate uh, that. The hearsay. She was describing something, blah, blah, blah. I'll bet he, yeah. sorry, Commonwealth, not state. Sorry. Uh, I know that he probably, um, you know, he probably has some regret. I bet he feels like he may have jumped too soon because that was right before things got weird. And mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. He could, probably could have hung around. I can tell you this. I didn't think he was very funny as the stand-in uh, uh, host for uh, the Daily Show for his yeah. week or whatever. Boy, split on that one. I, I didn't see any of it, so I can't. Uh, I can't offer anything. But um, yeah, when you hear people talking about the comedy, uh, the Daily Show stand-in replacements, his people either loved him or hated him. There's very few in between. Didn't work for me at all. I thought. I thought the best one was. Uh, oh, what's the guy's name? I can't think of names today. It's just one of those days mm-hmm. where I don't know oh, yeah. names. Today, today is different. Just the, just today. Things. No other days I do yeah. this. It's just one of those yeah. one of those days. <laughs> uh, I can't think of his name, but I love him. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We got a phone call to play from Kevin in Ann Arbor, Michigan. All right. Holy cow. So Kevin, the originator mm-hmm. of I Don't Like Bees. Yeah. He's the I Don't Like Bees guy. Let's see. Yeah. Do I have that handy? I should because that would be good to have. Uh I don't like bees. All right. So famously, <laughs> Kevin from Ann Arbor, Michigan, right? One of our one of our favorite sound clips of all time. Uh, he hasn't written in a long time or, or done anything. And I just thought, oh, well, he's fallen off. He's gone somewhere else. He's busy, whatever. We I just didn't know the fate of Kevin in Ann Arbor. And sure. He sent yeah, in a, no, he didn't even know if he was still listening, any of that stuff. No, none yeah. of it. But now I get this call, and it's fantastic. And it deals with us and him, and it's just great. I'm just going to play it. Here's a minute, one-minute call from Kevin in Ann Arbor. Finally, back to the rest of us. Hey, morning stream. Kevin from Ann Arbor here. I don't call a lot anymore and pester you as much as I used to, but I was just listening to an episode from a couple days ago, and Brian was talking about waking up at 4 and not being able to fall back asleep, and then Scott was talking about dreading having to pee in the middle of the night because that's what sets off the uh, old brain, and uh, so you pee as many times as you can before you go to bed. I'm 32. You guys are like a lot older than that. <laughs> and the the fact that I can relate so well to both of you does not encourage does not encourage me uh, give me a lot of encouragement for the next 20, 30 years of my life. So I'm already having the same problems as you now. So I I appreciate it because misery loves company. But I'm also like. Ah, great. I'll, I'll be doing the same shit when I'm 50. Anyways, I love the show, though. I also don't like peeing in the middle of the night. Bye. Isn't that great? So, Fantastic. And Brian's yeah. right. Don't don't be adding years to that. That's like 18 yeah, years. Yeah, like 20, 30 years. No, no, hold on. Yeah, slow that 30 down there, buddy. What do you think? Yeah, we're exactly. 70 by now or whatever we're supposed to be? Uh, anyway, that was great. And we don't like these long periods of time where Kevin doesn't write in or call in. So, Kevin, feel free whenever you've yeah. had a thought. I think you're one of our, uh, you're one of the all-stars. So, please send those in. We love exactly. it. Exactly. 
Hey, oh, very well done. You're an all-star. Uh, hey, now. He's an all-star. Hey, check this out. Uh, Andrew from, uh, this is Asher77 in the chat, sent us a text that I thought would be good because I didn't know mm-hmm. this. Maybe you knew this, but let's read it. Uh, okay. Hi, S&B. In regards to the 112 game uh, on Wednesday's Battle Royale, so this is a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. 112 or 112 is the international recognized emergency number and will divert to the country yours your emergency is in. In my case, triple wow. zero in Australia. Keep up the great work, Andrew. So if you call, if you do the 112 and you're here in Salt Lake City or in Denver, yep. that will route to a 911. That's what that's what he's claiming. And I obviously we can't try it. I don't want to try it. It does kind of worry me that um uh that zero 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 because mm-hmm. I mean the reason I thought that they did nine one one is because it makes it harder for a little kid who was who was at the time would be playing on a touch tone phone mm-hmm. to accidentally press those those numbers. But zero zero zero, like again, back in the day <laughs> Yeah. No, no, not such a big deal when you've got send and you know phones to unlock with face ID and all that stuff. But but zero 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 seems very easy. So does nine nine nine. You know, which is uh, uh, I think uh, UK is nine nine nine, right? Yeah, that's yes, I, I think so. Aren't they nine 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 or nine nine? I think they're nine nine nine. Yeah, something like that. So um, or they were or they were at an, at one point. Yeah, the, like, to yeah. me, it's sensible to separate your numbers so little kids aren't accidentally calling it because there is absolutely a greater than 80% chance that Van could accidentally call 112 for sure. or 000 obviously and not yeah. 911 911 you got to go 9 and then you got to go way up here and you got to hit the 11 mm. in fact if i were them i would have done like 919 or something just to keep them jumping around the pad you know so they're not actually hitting the thing. <laughs> right but you also don't want to make it too difficult for the person who you know uh, again movie trope is crawling their way towards the phone and they knock the phone off the the receiver off the hook and then they reach up to the touch tone and go boop mm-hmm. no you're right boop yeah must press last one <laughs> ah! <laughs> yeah you're not wrong. Uh, but but the thing that does surprise me more than anything else is that yeah if you type 112 or if you type presumably works all like the in reverse right if you do 911 in australia does it automatically route to 000 oh great i mean that that could work technologically it's not hard but i don't know i wonder yeah i wonder if and if that's the case why don't we all just settle on one you know (laughs) if if everything works yeah then let's just settle on one so that yeah let's do the one that makes the most sense kind of like days and weeks and hours and all the stuff we all agree on we should we should agree on that that's kind of a that's a very good point uh here's what wikipedia says about it let's see if 112 is a part of the gsm standard and all gsm compatible telephone handsets are able to dial 112 even when locked or in some countries with no sim card present it is also the common emergency number in nearly all member states of the european union as well as several other countries of europe and the world all right so hmm. basically what we said <laughs> yeah yeah uh it's interesting hey. I, I guess i'm gonna remember that so that uh you know Oh yeah, it is. Not, it confirms here nine 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 in the United Kingdom. Hong Kong is triple zero. So is Australia. Okay. Wow, that yeah. seems crazy. That does. But seem then crazy. again, let's say Brian, you're under extreme duress. You've got your phone yeah. up. 
Let me pull up my yeah. keypad. My hands, are, my hands are tied behind my back, right? right? And I've got to unlock it with my, like, I have to pull off my shoes and my socks and operate my phone with my feet. Yeah. Then you can do, then the, tri- the triple zero makes sense because that you can kind of pinpoint that. Mm-hmm. Whereas 911, you're going to, okay, toe, I think I'm on the nine. Beep. Okay, now where am I? Beep. Like, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah. now I'm starting to Although, swing. Although, yeah. I would assume that... Uh, Unless I've unless I've got a gag on my mouth or something, I could probably just say, "Hey, Schmeary, mm. call nine one one or whatever." Yeah, yeah. old Schmeary getting her work Shmiri. done. Schmeary, I think that it didn't didn't trigger mine, so that obviously I can say Schmeary. Yeah, it completely worked. I loved it. Um, yeah. Okay, let us now. Uh, we got to do some news. It's important. The people need to hear what's going on in the world. Yes, uh, we can't so leave true. them in the wings. So here you go. Oh, look at that. It's time for the news, and it's brought to you by... Brought to you by waiting for what seems like an eternity for Kickstarter to approve your submission. Yeah, I submitted it, and it's taken forever. We thought it'd be Monday, then we thought today. It's still not approved. Now, I'm I'm starting to think it's going to be Vegas before I can even see the damn thing. Oh, God, yeah. Which would suck. Although, how fun would that be, like, have it approved while we're in Vegas, and then at the live show, you can say, all right, everybody who wants to buy this who's here, jump on there, buy it now, and see if that goes... Whoa, Knocks that'd be a fun little bump. Yeah, that'd be all right. It would be, yeah. <clears throat> we'll see. I don't know. I don't know how things are going to go, yeah. hopefully today. But uh, if not, it'll come around. But thanks a lot, Kickstarter, for yeah. taking your sweet effing time. Okay? Yeah, I imagine that time has gotten longer and longer. I remember the Andrew Allen stuff. It, we were probably waiting two days uh, once we were ready to um, get it approved, two days before it actually got approved. But I imagine... The number of people doing Kickstarter now versus then is probably 10 times the amount. Is there a future album uh, from Andrew that might come one day? Might, maybe. Yeah. We've, we've, we've always, like, every time we talk, we, we talk about the idea of, of doing another one. And, and we both love the idea of him just doing a straight up um, uh, pop song cover album. Oh. But it would be jazzy versions of like, wannabe by the spice girls and chop suey and you know and enter sandman and stuff like that that would be great yeah, yeah. oh sign me up for album art I'll so do we, it again. you know we, we yeah absolutely you're you're on the you know you're you're on speed dial for it speed dial for album art i'm ready i love that idea um all right yep. here is uh here's some story about wall walmart Mm. You're familiar with their Worm. cup of soup uh, or cup soup uh, offerings. <laughs> I'm familiar with their curbside cup noodle uh, maple egg sausage monstrosity delivery service. Yeah, they do. It's a hell of a thing. They bring it right we out. Actually, we, we actually went and saw Tristan yesterday at, at uh, his Walmart. So. Oh, nice. And how is his Walmart uh, compared to other Walmarts? Just give me a taste. <sighs> It's just, I mean, it's... <laughs> they're all a little sad. Is that what you're saying? They're all a little sad, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, at least this one in this area. Uh, I mean, somebody somebody got uh, beheaded behind his Walmart. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, While he's working there? Ago. Was he there at the time? Over, it was, no, it was, it was overnight, but people came back to, you know, the openers Shut showed up to Walmart up. to find somebody beheaded behind the store oh that's that's the that's the kind of uh, you know the kind of walmart <laughs> wow that says it all right there yeah that answered my yeah, question yeah. and then some holy I mean, he's had moly. people do meth in the bathrooms and come out dancing during uh uh as soon as they've closed and turn on the house music for the for the cleaning crew some guy comes out of the bathrooms and dancing <laughs> just like <laughs> 
like like he's you know one of the snakes being coaxed out of ireland or something that's wild man yeah yeah beheadings uh, and meth heads that's that's actually a lot this is not and this is not a bad part of town Mm. you know it's it's a relatively relatively good part of town but it's a it's a bad part of walmart for sure yeah, exactly. That's rough, man. All right. Well, yeah. hopefully anyway, he never has so to find a head in the back back of a dumpster. Uh, let's do this one. Walmart removes a T-shirt after customers spot a hidden vulgar word. All right. So they did a little sleuth in there and they found this problem. Uh, yeah. Walmart's in doing some damage control after inadvertently selling a T-shirt with a hidden vulgar word. The T-shirt has an artistically designed motto reading recycle, reuse, renew, rethink. And the R-E is capitalized with the other words stacked on top of each other common thing to do in typography people do it sure. all the time yeah. uh when only reading the letters from left to right a person can see the intended message of the shirt however if you read it vertically one of the words spells out something rather offensive i'm going to show the shirt <laughs> I'm pull up the shirt i i kind of love this actually if it was intentional it's it's uh it has to be intentional right because recycle reuse renew is pretty common mm-hmm. but uh Rethink is not a common fourth word in the in the recycling uh, group. No, uh, but it is. Yeah, for 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 listeners who have not figured it out, um, see you next Tuesday is basically the uh, yeah uh, the vertical first letter of the words made up when you take R E off of them. Yeah, it's and, uh, and they're beautifully stacked in a nice futura bold. There's no way they didn't know, dude. They had to know. Yeah. They had to know. Somebody's a chucklehead down at, I don't know where these are made, somewhere awful yeah. with like child labor and stuff. Um, yeah. And, and the, whoever designed it's like, tee hee hee, it's my last week. Tee hee hee, and then did this. <laughs> There's no right. way. There's yeah. no way that was an accident. But, no, uh, I think, I think it's, it is hilarious. It's just, uh, um, is it somebody who doesn't, you know, who believes that recycling is uh, too woke? I'm going to, I'll show them. I'll put a dirty word in a thing. <laughs> exactly. I don't know. That could have been the, the, yeah. the upset employee. Who knows? But the green t-shirt uh, has now been pulled. Uh, ah, it was available. It's in... only five bucks. I would have bought one for I sure. I know. Look at that price. And that's yeah. Canadian bucks. Oh, is that is that the Canadian Walmart? Yeah, which means I think it would have been about three for us, That the way that their uh, exchange is right now. But anyway, uh, let's see. The merchandise was not or was available at the Canadian stores. was quickly scrapped. The shirt was sold at Walmart Canada locations. Has been removed. Company said, according to a statement uh, to some Fox Television news outlet, uh, it says the image of the T-shirt continues to circulate online. Did not stop comments from flooding on social media. Yeah, that's how that works. Yeah, that's people how people social media talk. Works. Yeah, you yeah, don't just yeah. stop. You don't go oh. Let's oh, we're done because they oh, pulled it. Oh, this is they don't like this. Please, can we all stop talking about it now? Because yeah. because uh, they they, they not, a, not a fan. What were they thinking? The For real, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, so somebody gets beheaded in a uh, you know a Westminster Walmart in Canada. The equivalent is somebody bumps you in the shoulders. They walk by and they don't say sorry. Or oh, sorry. that's that's really the equivalent. Dark. That's that's a Canadian Walmart. Yeah, that's uh, a dark dark Walmart. Don't go there. <laughs> the wrong side of town yeah for sure yeah um all right this is a cool story i don't know for some reason i thought of bill because he is both a maker and a bird lover Mm -hmm. i could have saved this for him but um anyway dead birds get a new life in new mexico we have researchers who are developing taxidermy bird drones oh (laughs) and this is real by the way this is a reuters story not some like onion thing 
Uh, yeah. I had to double check because I was a little unsure. Right. Yeah, uh, no, look at this. Reuters. Look at this bird, you guys. Uh, there's a photo there. Scientists in New Mexico are giving dead birds a new life with an unconventional approach to wildlife research. A team at the New Mexico Institute of Mining and Technology in Soraco, <coughs> Socorro, rather, I think is how you said, is ta- uh, yeah. taking birds uh, that have been preserved through taxidermy and converting them into drones in order to study flight. So they're studying the flight of birds or flight in general. Uh, Dr. Mostafa has Salamander, a mechanical engineering professor who's leading the project, has found that artificial mechanical birds had not given the results he was looking for. We came up with this idea that we can use dead birds and make them into a drone. Everything is there. We do reverse engineering. That's the idea. Uh, taxidermy bird drones currently being tested in all purpose, uh, or sorry, a purpose built cage at the university can be used to understand better the information and flight patterns of flocks. So, the, you know, birds of a feather and all that. Mm. Uh, that, in turn, can be applied to the aviation industry, he says. Uh, if we learn how these birds manage energy between themselves, we can apply that to the future of aviation and its industry to save more energy and save more fuel, he says. Okay. Uh, the uh, This this I didn't read far enough to, to enjoy. So... The, um, <laughs> they can be used to understand the formation and flight patterns of flocks. So they think that they're going to fly this drone with the, you know, this dead faced bird among all of its friends, like, a, like <laughs> among all of its, all the other birds and the birds are going to be like, Oh, cool. There's uh, there's Frank. Yeah. All right. Let's keep going. <laughs> yeah. Frank, you look a little tired, but uh, I guess you're fine. Don't worry about let's it. Let's do the V pattern. Let's do the V formation already. Okay. One, two, three, V. It does assume, <laughs> it assumes a lot about the birds not recognizing this strange thing, yeah. right? Sound. Right. The sound, the look. I mean, oh, Frank sure sounds, uh, I don't know, uh, mechanical. <laughs> I like this Frank the bird. This is a good name for yeah. it. It's good. It's yeah, a solid you. choice. Because this is what this guy, this, this, this uh, bird drone looks like a Frank. <laughs> it does look like a Frank. <laughs> The poor thing. I mean, before you freak out, animal rights people, these are already dead birds. Okay. Sure. They're not killing birds to put drones in them. No, they're not even. Yeah. All they're doing is taking taxidermied birds, already taxidermied. Yeah. And then they're adding all this drone parts to make it fly. I, I, well, I imagine it, they're doing doing it simultaneously. Um, you know, you're going to taxidermy and drone the bird at the same time, right? Or you might, it, or it doesn't actually say, but it might be that. Uh, I assume you could take an old one and retrofit it, but and this one, Frank, oh, Frank, I see you're saying birds yeah. that have been preserved through taxidermy, because yeah. usually taxidermists who do birds do, you know, if they take a seagull, it's just going to be a a seagull standing there on its legs, looking majestically off into the distance, as opposed to right. Um, a flight, a bird in flight, which you then, if you bought that, you would have to suspend from the ceiling. Right. That's <laughs> the rule. That's the rule. Better yet, suspend it from your, your ceiling fan so it moves around the room. So yeah. it just flies around in a circle. Yeah. Hell yeah. That's pretty cool. Well, yeah. it sounds like they're not getting the results they wanted. And I'm just going to, I'm going to just go ahead and be the first to say, uh, I think the birds are smarter than you think yeah, they are. I think the birds, I think once you fly that drone into a flock of birds, my guess is those other birds are going to scatter, even mm-hmm. though it kind of looks like one of their own. Yeah, they're going to get the F out of there. Anyway, strange things going on down there in New Mexico. Not just blue yeah. meth. There's more to it. Uh, check this out. Yeah. A video shows a drunk man falling from a 19th floor. That seems like a lot. It seems like he'd die. That is a lot. Yes. But it turns out being drunk sometimes softens the blow. He literally yeah. stood up unfazed 
and sang all the way to the hospital to make sure he was Holy okay. Holy crap. I don't even think I want to see this video because it feels like... <laughs> Does he land on an awning, like a hotel awning in front of a doorman? Like because a cartoon. I know that happens in movies. Speaking of movie tropes, it's just movie trope day, right? Yeah, it feels like movie trope. Oh, here he is. So let's see what this looks like, guys. Oh, We're going to take a right. tiny look, look here. Look at this damn video, Scott. So here this, he is. This is going to freak me out. I know. I don't like the feeling. Like, it's going to make my groin hurt. Oh, yeah. that was him? Jeez Louise. He dropped like a bullet. Okay. Then he gets up. Uh-huh. And continued singing all the way to the hospital. There, oh, he, metal- he did land on a car, just like a yeah. just like a trope, like a movie. Like and look at movie. him getting off. He's just like, yeah, like good. the like the naked girl at the beginning of Lethal Weapon, right onto a car. Yeah, uh, they did say he has a concussion and a compressed fracture of the spine, so he's gonna have to do some stuff. <laughs> but he got up and moved around. So all I'm saying is, <sighs> you know, maybe all the drunks are right. Maybe they were right all along. Be drunk. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Be drunk, get less hurt. You know, is that the deal? I don't know. It's it is the thing. Like they say that um, you know babies in car accidents are fine because they don't tense up. It's when you tense up in an accident that you you know you're prone to more physical harm. Yeah. But if you you know and flop around, then you're you're going to be fine. I wonder if there's a way, uh, and that's also probably why a lot of drunk driving accidents the driver yeah, walks the driver, away fine. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Which is bad, obviously. Um. I wasn't going to say, I don't think I have the capability, mentally or otherwise, to relax when I know a wreck is incoming. No, I don't either. It's like, okay, (laughs) oh my God, that semi is heading right towards us and the the car is stalled. Go limp. Yeah, I don't don't have (laughs) that ability. It would be awesome if I did because I could use it for all kinds of stuff. Like, I'm sure there are people who have mastered their domain to the point that they can do that sort of thing under stress. I don't know who you are or how you did it, but send your tips to the morning stream at gmail.com. Do I that. mean, that is a one in the mil- one in a million kind of landing on that car too, right? Like, you know, if he's a little bit further forward and he's got like the, um, uh, the windshield kind of bracing and, and being more of a, uh, non collapsible mm-hmm. <laughs> thing to hit, uh, or the back of the trunk or missing the car entirely. Yeah. He's, he's out, he's gone, he's done. Yeah. It's no good. We have a mutual friend who told us a story about watching a live accident happen on the road. Oh, God. That sounded yeah. awful, by the way, first of all. Yeah. And then yeah. you had to no, drive the West uh, home. Like, I don't even know how you, how you deal with that. But um, And his description, hearing his <laughs> description, made the visual, I'm sure, as 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 horrible as the actual experience Oh, was. I can't even imagine. Just like, yeah. I mean, I've seen a few accidents. None of them have been fatal. The yeah. ones I've seen, you know, like physically witnessed somebody cutting over or missing a light or whatever. I've seen those, yeah. but no one's ever sure. died in front of me like that. That would be rough. I don't think I could mm. do it. Nope. Meanwhile, I could, you know, I can go into Grand Theft Auto and shoot 500 ladies. It's fine. Whatever. But <laughs> oh, I can separate and, that. And nobody could do a damn thing about you it. You can't stop me. You can't stop me. <laughs> that's all you get to get. Don't worry, folks. Don't That's the extent of Brian's. Yeah. Brian's uh, frump impression is best you're going to get. <laughs> We're not even going to say his name. How about that? Ronald Frump. <laughs> Claire yells coward. Yeah, whatever. It's the right thing whatever. to do, Claire. Um, all right. Final story, unless... Uh, yeah, this might be our final story. That's literally our final story. Okay. Um, a Japanese cafe waitress. Wouldn't call, we call them servers now, right? That's the deal? We don't... We don't. Um, sure, but, I mean, it depends on... It depends on the cafe, because the the we went to like a uh, a cafe yeah. in um 
Oh, Jishun Shibuya. And uh, it's very different than what you would call a cafe in America. Oh, did tell you me. Like they're dressed as, they're dressed as uh, uh, maids, and you call them over like maids and stuff like that. And they, they sing while they bring cat looking cakes to you and stuff like that cat looking cat like a shape like yeah. a cat like shaped like yeah like a cat's oh, face it's okay. like a cake that's got ears and whiskers no and stuff actual like that. cats were harmed in the making of the cake no actual they're not made of cats oh, yes thank the are. lord so that's so the, the japanese cafe that it needs a little uh, asterisk and, and define what kind of cafe mm. yes a made cafe that's exactly cake okay so that's a that's like a subgenre of cafes in it Japan. is a sub genre sub, a <laughs> Shub. Shub. Shub genre of cafes. Yes. You ever lose Shubway. your cat cafe? I'm hungry. Let's go to Shubway. <laughs> um, you ever lose your cat cake? Your cat cake? Uh, so check this out. Japanese cafe waitress fired for mixing her own blood in the cocktails. This is mm. this is not okay. a cultural uh, thing of cafes. Okay, Don't be putting your own blood in anybody's food. Uh, waitress from Japanese cafe Hak. Hokkaido, oh, in Hokkaido, Japan, I thought it was Hokkaido, the other place, yeah. mm-hmm. was fired for mixing her own blood in the cocktail she served. The uh, cafe in Sapporo announced the news on Twitter. Why does everyone announce everything on Twitter? Why? Why are we doing that? <laughs> we all do it, but why? Why are we doing we it? We all do it, yeah. This is this is the problem. This, this, this is why um, billionaires are weird. It's because we just He's keep like, doing it. You want it. us to go somewhere else? Give us that name. Give us that name, Scott. You want us to go somewhere else? Give us that Give name. Give us that name, damn it. Uh, saying that you we can't have handle the other social media networks. <laughs> uh, it says they have fired the unidentified woman who made customers drinks. Uh, uh, it's, it's called Orkiaku, Orkaku, Orikaku, Orikaku, which means original cocktail uh-huh. uh, mixed with fruits, colorful syrups, and her own blood. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, such an act is no different uh, from part-time terrorism, job terrorism, and is absolutely not acceptable, says the cafe. Cafe. Well, I agree with them. Mm-hmm. Adding the business was shut down for a day to replace all of its drinking glasses. They weren't even comfortable mm-hmm. enough just to wash them. They had to replace them. I think, I think I'd be okay if they it, just washed them. It's fine. You don't need. I'd that. be okay with it too, but it is. It's like uh, I mean, it's like the Al Franken thing. It's like you know what? Let's just get rid of all these glasses. Let's eliminate all the you know. Let's let's take a further stand than maybe we need to just to say we're just to show that we're serious about this and we're taking a uh, stand that's true especially if you're a regular yeah. there and you're like i don't want yeah i don't want to ever go here again there's blood i don't want drink. blood in my cockatiel uh so oh, my orakaku. <laughs> uh i don't know what this is oh the owner tweeted the, this please let me continue the store a little longer so i can be happy alone these are bad translations yeah I'll clean the store, change glasses, and dispose of alcohol that may have been contaminated. Once again, I am very sorry to have caused you trouble this time, the owner tweeted. Uh, it advertises itself as a space where dark girls and problem children, who are also the cutest, serve serve customers. That that feels like it should not be the last line of the article. No. It feels like that... No. Uh... It's not good. <laughs> <laughs> needs to be needs, we need further explanation about the dark girls and problem the cutest dark girls and problem children yeah uh, i'm sure it's like they got a theme where it's they're naughty or something i don't yeah. know i don't know what you're doing over there you got your fetish restaurant it's fine i mean i guess it feels like you you hired dark girls and problem children to serve you're gonna get blood in your orikaku yeah and by dark girls i assume they mean like you know emo pff, depressing uh, yeah like like uh 
uh, women with dark thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> dark, dark actions. Yeah. Or in Claire's case, like she says, a naughty pale girl. Right. Yes. Yeah, that sounds about right. You are pale. Yeah, and she's not. She's, you know, you know, she's we're gonna normal. Find out. She's like us. She's, she's just one of us, uh, one of us whiteies, you know? Right. Exactly. You're fine. Don't you worry about it. You know, the whitest person I know right now is Phoebe, the baby. She is like, I mean, I mean, <laughs> like this stuff, like this right here. Hold on. And I'm not uh-huh. exaggerating. She is roughly this color of this stormtrooper head. Wow. Wow. Which is a little yellow, unfortunately. But is that a 3D print? Oh no, that's a no. That's the one I bought somewhere. I think it's a bank, isn't oh. it? Let's see. Oh no, it's it not a penny like bank. It, but it's there's no a, hole. It has a hole, but I think that's maybe just the make the the. Well, let's see. Mm-hmm. Lucasfilm made in China. Yeah, yeah. I guess. Aren't you I think a little holeless to... for a stormtrooper? <laughs> Even like, like <laughs> let's see the front of it again. Is uh, that here like you go. The, yeah. Yeah, you'd think that. Uh, I think it's for painting. I think you're supposed to buy yeah. this and then paint a style on it or a design. Yeah, you should. You yeah. should do, use the Frog Pants colors. The uh, yeah, we should do it. The Frog Pants logo colors and make a orange and. I'm like you with you and your stitch. That's how I am with stormtrooper stuff. I will buy any mm. stormtrooper thing I can get my hands on. I got a child sized sure. one right there behind me. Mm-hmm. I got like 15 over there that aren't in view. There's another shorter one next to the child sized one. A uh, uh, <laughs> the uh, the Luke Skywalker sized one. <laughs> Right, the Luke Skywalker sized one. Yeah. The, with the... Oh, it's uh, Boba Fett's between his legs. Oh, this guy. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm yeah. talking about that guy, yeah. the um, Scout, Scout Trooper. Trooper. Good, I could not remember Scout. Scout yeah. Trooper, Chewie, and then uh, Warcraft uh, Duratan guy back there. Nice. Because because we're nerds here yeah. on TMS. We we're nerds. collect shit. It um, is, it is uh, in our contract. I'll tell you what, there's somebody who collects way more shit than we do, and we're going to talk to him after this break. That's Bill Duran. Mm. He'll be coming up as well as A Little Science with Bob. We also have a call to play for Bill, which we'll get to in a minute. Okay. Uh, all that and more, but Brian's got to present this song he worked so hard on. So what do you got there? Oh, man, it's finally. I'm finally ready to uh, debut it. Uh, I've been working so hard mm. on putting this song together. Mm. Uh, and it sounds a lot like uh, another song by a, a UK psychedelic band called Temple that has uh, just released last week their brand new album called Exotico. This is the brand new song, the brand new single from this album. It's called Oval Stones. They are going to be starting uh, a North American tour in June with support from a band called Post Animal. Here is the British band Temples and Oval Stones.
Showbiz Pizza Place with over 60 electronic games. Pizza baked fresh every day. And the stage show extravaganza on three stages. Vomit fruit. It's got its name because it smells like dirty socks. Here's your meatball. This is the morning stream. All right, we're back, everybody. Welcome back to the program. Please tell me who that was. One more time, please. That is the band Temples. They'll be coming to uh, the Urban Lounge in Salt Lake City in June and the Bluebird Theater uh, the day before in Denver, Colorado. That is their brand new song, Oval Stones. Aren't you a huge, correct me if I'm wrong, you're a big Pixies fan, right? You like the I do Pixies? like the Pixies, yeah. They're, they're, coming yeah. To, um, they're coming here to this little tiny venue we have in Salt Lake. That bands just love it there, but it's small. But they really? love it because the way it's like, I forgot the name of it. If Carter was here, she'd tell me, but it's some kind of, it's a cool name. Anyway, and since I don't remember names today, you're not getting the name out of me. But the point is. <laughs> is it is it like all the original uh, members, like uh, Frank Black and or Black Francis and Kim Deal? And Good question. I don't know. Only, and those are the only two names I <laughs> can remember. <laughs> Kilby Court. There it is. Thanks, Carter. Uh, Kilby Court, it's called. And yes, I think it is the full band, but I'm not, I don't wow. know that for 100% sure. But it's, oh, it's supposed cool. to be. Uh, supposed to be a big antithesis and there's a whole bunch of cool bands like um oh the uh, japanese breakfast is coming there um oh i love them yeah a whole bunch of bands that she mentioned these names i'm like oh my gosh you're, i think you're playing brian's song here he loves all that crap yeah no kidding oh man i wonder if they're coming uh, through denver and and uh sean uh, stretton says frank black yeah black francis goes under the name frank black as well so he did a oh uh, outside of the Pixies. He he called himself Frank Black. Released three albums, and uh, but Black Francis when he's a member of the Pixies. I respect that. Nothing wrong with yes. that. Do what you got to do with your name. That's right. Um, okay, we are going to do some Bill time, and uh, to do that, we got to play this. There's still something wrong, isn't there, Bill? <laughs> there sure is. It's Bill Duran joining us from PunishProps.com. All the way to our left, if you're looking at a map. Hi, Bill. How are you? <laughs> Hello. Good morning. I'm great. Oh, that's so Aww. good. You know what? We're great because because now you're going to be in Vegas for a bit, and we're super yeah. stoked about Heck that. Yeah, got yeah. my place. Us, got yeah. my room. Happy. You I'm got a room? Happy. Okay. You got you figured that whole thing out? I did. It turns out rooms are really cheap. They are. They really are. <laughs> yeah, they're not yeah. bad, especially if you're doing like a midweek thing, like we are. It's not yeah, bad at all. Yeah, it was like forty dollars a night. Yeah, I'm pretty set. much. It's because the plaza cares. The plaza cares. <laughs> the biggest thing you got to worry about is if. It's like, uh, you know, if the Steelers are playing, or not Steelers, um, uh, the Raiders are playing, don't go that weekend. That's like 400 bucks a night for everybody. Everybody's prices go up. I freaking hate that. But our midweek plan, perfect. Heck yeah. 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 Um, Bill, real quick, I want to play a call that came in for you. Well, it's technically a transcription, but it's in the form of a call. It'll make Mm -hmm. sense when I play it. Um, If I can find it. There it is. Uh, This is for you. It'll all make sense. Here you go. It's kind of for all of us, but here you go. Combining things. Hey, Bull and Spatula and Bill, if you could combine two tools or implements into one to serve a multi-complementary purpose, like a spork, what would they be used for, and what would you call the combined tool? Asking, because I recently returned to a friend of mine a pencil affixed to a chisel her husband left at a flooring job site. We had fun (laughs) trying to imagine the purpose for the item and naming it Penchiz, which sounded a little dirty. LOL. <laughs> Cheers. LCS. L- LCS. Thank you for your uh, for your service there and sending us that wow. message. You probably have some like 
janked together like combo tools that don't make sense unless you explain to somebody uh, what you were thinking. All right. I'm trying. I'm trying to think of something like that. Um, I've made plenty of my own tools, but they tend to be single purpose. And in fact, I've found that when you buy tools, the more single purpose they are, the more useful they are, and the more multi-purpose they are, the less useful they are, oh. or the less good they are at each of those individual things. Right. Right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Master jack of all trades, master of none, basically mm, is sure. what it turns into. Sure. Yeah. yeah. That makes um, sense. So I can't. I'm, unfortunately, I can't think of any examples because I tend to lean towards tools that are highly specific in sure. what they do. Yeah. <laughs> do you guys remember? You? I'm, they were telling us for the longest time that we are never going to have. This is like think pre like uh, trio pre any kind of thing that resembled a smartphone. And I remember when yeah. we were starting to have things happen, like oh, the camera is built into a phone, or these other things mm-hmm. are built into yeah. the phone. Right. And people would say. Well, that's going to be dumb. That's like, again, it's the jack of all trades, master of none. They're worried that we are going to have be as good as a real camera. Exactly. And now that's, it's just not true anymore. Like they're great at all those things. Yeah, it's true. I mean, again, you you can get your specialized, like your, you know, your SLR and do some things with actual film that you can't do with, with something digital. Sure. You know, get uh, zoom and hands, zoom and hands. But, um, but. Still, the best camera. What is the phrase, uh, Bill? The best camera you have is the one that yeah, you have with the you. The one or? that's on you. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. tends to be my phone. Yeah. That's just yep. an interesting thing to think about. Like, you know, music, it plays yeah. music, it plays video. You can, yeah. all these things, we, we all take it for granted now. It's just like nothing to us now. But mm-hmm. back in the day, this would have sounded crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, well, there you go. Uh, Bill is a highly specialized tool. I- guy personally i'd love to combine a 3d printer and a um a spray paint booth so that yeah. you know while your while your print is sitting there cooling on the uh on the plate mm-hmm. you can then start spraying it and not getting paint everywhere and everything everything will still work yeah. <laughs> yep nailed it nailed it uh well what'd you bring today bill i'm sure it's uh, something very cool because we always like hearing from you what do sure. you got? uh so a question for you uh, do you ever go back and listen to or watch your old work, your old shows or episodes? Sometimes. Ever go back and listen to them? Sometimes. Very rarely, but Never. it's usually for like, uh, like I listened to an old film sack recently, um, and I don't even remember what my, re- I, I was going through old files, I guess, and I saw one and I went, oh, this is that one that supposedly people think is really great that we did. And so I went and listened to it. Mm. And it's fun to do sometimes because mm-hmm. I really want to hear myself. But it's fun to hear, like, <laughs> uh, like we're in the in the process of making it. You don't always know what you're making. It's the same with drawing and stuff for me. You don't mm-hmm. really know if it's any good or not until I've had some time, and then I can go back and go, "Oh, that was actually pretty good. That was a really funny episode." Or I didn't realize how funny that was. I should have promoted that one more. Or you know, things like mm-hmm. that. So I will do that occasionally, but very rarely. It's just too much of it. You know. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah. don't. <laughs> <laughs> You don't, like, you don't go listen to like an old Coverville or something, it. like a Coverville 2012? No, 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 no. it's, uh, um, and it's not one of those things like, I just hate the sound of my own voice, but it's, you know, it's like, uh, um, I don't know. I, maybe it's just, I don't have time, right? It's yeah. like, I tend not to, although recently we've been trying to watch some of our old stuff and there's a lot of reasons why not to watch them. I want, we watch all our videos before they get published. Anyway, the final edit gets, we watch it. Mm-hmm. We sit down and just watch it real time. Uh, but also like when you're making content, yeah, you, you don't have time to watch content. I barely have time yeah. to watch all of my friends content. In fact, I don't have enough time to watch all my friends. content. 
And all and we've made like seven hundred prop videos. It's just it's just a monster to go through. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's a lot, uh, dude. That's a ton of content, you know. And if I look yeah. at my files, I got like six thousand episodes of things. <laughs> I'm not gonna go yeah. back and you know do that very often. Uh, mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, too, though. There are other forces that keep me from watching my old stuff. Uh, so, for example, maybe the, the the video didn't perform as well as I had hoped. Uh, like my Blade Runner blaster video. I spent like six months working on that thing and almost nobody watched the video. Oh, man. <laughs> so this that creates this mental block and I don't want to. I haven't gone back and watched that video. I will at some point, but. This you get emotionally good, tied to this stuff. You, you do, know? you do. And when nobody's, yeah. and when you work really hard on something, and you find out you got like less engagement on the thing you worked on, that's kind mm-hmm. of a bad feeling. It's unfortunate because we should just, you know, we talk about it on the show all the time. We should do stuff just because we love doing it, and if you can monetize it, great. But it is kind of disheartening when you do a thing you worked really hard on, and then you find out, well, this one got twenty views. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Now, on the on it. the flip side, do you have any? episodes or videos or anything like that that you are particularly proud of mm. that you've gone back to watch well tms is so. a blur right brian too much of it it's just too much yeah there's too much for us to go back <laughs> i mean if i did go back and listen to things it would be things like the the coverville 500 the mm-hmm. um you know the the thousandth episode uh, 800 was a you know one that i did specifically as a as an episode to introduce new people to the show so it was like hey if you've never heard an episode of coverville go listen to coverville 800 and you'll get the 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 type of show yeah you know, the really just good example exactly um, so those would be ones that I'd go back and let's do interviews, uh, mm-hmm. Howard Jones, uh, Pat Boone, uh, uh, Jeanette Napolitano from concrete blonde, uh, name, name dropping, name dropping. Yeah, uh, don't trip over all that. There's a lot of bodies. I know, well, you know, but those, but the interviews I had such a great time doing, those but would be ones. I those are fun too, right? Cause you want it. The other, what yeah. the other person was saying was like super interesting while you were being the interviewer and it's still exactly. interesting now, regardless of whether that's you or not. So I'll do that with like the Mets and interviews and stuff. Occasionally yeah, I'll listen to those. For sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I will say this. So like, I, I'm trying to think of moments and one of them was, some of them were kind of dumb. Like we did the hot tub episode, Randy and I did way back. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. that, yeah. Um, that's one that sticks out in my head. Uh, live, live nerdtacular shows were always, you know, big moments. Oh, I, I have the photo on my phone from a live nerdtacular where Jerry was pouring a bag of chips on my face. <laughs> one of my favorite moments of all time. I think I have that too somewhere. It's amazing. Was, there's a great one of Tom Merritt kissing Ibbett's head, which I treasure. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah I treasure that one. He made the yep. Tom made a face that said to me, "He really, really had to like hunker down to make this choice to do to kiss you on the head." And I don't know, <laughs> and it's not just you, wow. like anybody, to kiss anybody on the head in front of anybody. I think it was okay. really right. hard for him. I, it's just wow. the look in his eyes of like. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I have video of it or something or a gif. I don't remember. I have something, but it's amazing. Like those kinds of things or finding out my yogurt soda was bad on stage. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah all those. Not a, not a drop of that touched my lips. I was a little hung over that day. Mm. <laughs> lucky, yeah. lucky man. You're very yeah. lucky. You may have hurled if you had tasted what I tasted. Yeah. Was pretty I almost hurled without tasting any of yeah. it. <laughs> but also there are times like there are film sacks in particular that I think fondly of. Like someone in the mm-hmm. chat room mentioned it, but the Street Fighter episode was uh, one of my favorites. It also birthed one of Brian's greatest quotes of all time when he said "shit," retieved her, and I never forgot it. Um, <laughs> it's amazing. There's all there's lots of those sorts of things in that show, so it it really just depends on the show and the content. Yeah, yeah. But I have some weird animation on YouTube that I put up there in like 2006, 2007, 
that I will go back to sometimes. And I'm always surprised how much I liked it and how much I wish I would have kept doing it. It just was so time consuming. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they were just these cheese ball little flash animations that I turned into into video and added my own sound effects and did all this stuff. And I look at it now and I go, man, where's my, where's my gumption now? Why don't I make more animation? So yeah, that it serves as that too, right? As like a, sure. hey, you used to do this. Why why are you not doing that now? Or why aren't you upping your game to match what you mm-hmm. used to do? Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. To answer your no, question, no. yes, occasionally we do. <laughs> sure. Now, I, like I said, we've been going back and watching some of our old videos. I've watched a lot of our older videos. For a while, for our patrons, we were filming commentary on some of our shorter, older videos. Mm-hmm. Um, over time, they started getting long, and filming commentary for a 45-minute long video takes takes a while. Uh, but things I've noticed while watching some of my older videos, um, including some of the, the newer ones, uh, I really enjoy watching them. Uh, turns out I've been making these, these videos for me. like, And I think that's a good thing. I I've been making these yeah. videos as something that I would enjoy watching. And I've been consistent about that. And I like that a lot. Yes. Uh, sometimes I'll watch a video and I will have zero memory of filming it. <laughs> <laughs> we have filmed okay. over 700 prop videos. Uh, and that's not counting all that. We did a lot of behind the scenes stuff on our Patreon, another four or 500 videos for our patrons. It's just so much to remember. And it's bananas to watch me. I know it's me doing something and have no memory of it. <laughs> yeah. It's like film sack for us. We do that every time. Have we seen this movie? No. Maybe. Yeah. 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 All the time. There's times where we have definitely seen it and nobody thinks we've seen it. Mm-hmm. Like we're just like, how is wow. that? How is that possible to have zero memory of yeah. recording that episode? But it happens. Uh, something. I think the, the biggest thing I've noticed is the videos of mine that I enjoy watching the most are the videos that have friends or Brittany in them. There's something about having me and my friends on screen making each other laugh and building something cool that <laughs> makes me really happy, and it, I want to do more of that. I mm-hmm. want that. Those are the kind of videos I want to make. Yeah, you don't so, want uh, sad, sad ones of you in the corner going, "Hey, it's Bill." No, <laughs> there aren't any on? of those. Uh, <laughs> there, there are some that are awkward for yeah. sure. <laughs> That's uh, but, uh, yeah. do you have any? No, do you, wanna... do, how about that? Let me ask you this: Do you do you have a barrier though when you watch your old stuff where you feel like oh, cringe? I can't believe I said that. Like that's what's hard for me sometimes. Is mm-hmm. I'll hear an old I don't know ELR episode, and I'll just think, why was anyone listening to this? What the frick was wrong? Yeah. With me? <laughs> that's how it felt anyway. But I feel that way when I just the way I I present to camera. That's something I've gotten a lot better at. Mm-hmm. Um, but. When I watch the old videos, I'm like, hey, this guy knows what he's talking about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm actually kind of impressed and surprised. Yeah. yeah. Um, so other than just being a little awkward in front of the camera, um, I don't I don't I don't cringe. I don't I actually don't really do much cringing. And if I and if I have to, I can just pretend that weird guy is Rob, my twin brother. <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh, right? Rob, what a weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> it on Rob. Yeah. yeah I was gonna say, Shouldn't this have is, had him film this video. <laughs> you, you always say you guys never did that stuff when you were younger, but now you can do it for it's got a practical application. Oh, that video sucked. Yeah. That was Rob. It wasn't me. 
Yeah. Or that <laughs> that day in class, uh, it was a terrible time uh, during school. That wasn't that wasn't Rob. That was Bill. It wasn't me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wasn't me. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Uh, well, that's great. This is good advice. You know, just don't always just throw your stuff. And this is, by the way, art advice. Great advice because yeah, uh, sometimes yeah. go you, back and view your old stuff. When even you're even done, you're, you're sick old, of it. You're like, oh, I don't want to ever see this again. And then go check it a year later, and you'll be like, oh, it was all right. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You know. So anyway. <laughs> Uh, Bill, do you have a little bonusy uh, deal for this? Uh, this uh, I do. Um, Destin over at Smarter Every Day did a video. He's done a couple of videos on the Prince Rupert's drop, this glass mm. um, drop that you can make that's nearly indestructible. And then they put that glass drop into more molten glass. It's really cool. Oh, that is cool. They do. They spend a lot of time at a um, glass uh, blowing company. And show a lot of different glass blowing techniques. So it's a terrific video. Oh, that sounds that sounds great. You, oh, I just realized we didn't link, tell we didn't tell. Put Bill. a link in the YouTube chat. Did you? Let's see. Where I'm not go? seeing it. Did the it link get We don't have him blocked for linking, do we? We should fix that if we do. Uh, I, uh, I posted it in the chat. Then uh, there we go. I've got there. <laughs> oh, weird. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, awesome. Smarter every day. Yep. Uh, which we all should be. You know. Yes, mm-hmm. that's a good. <laughs> I, I'm. I feel like it's a safe thing to say that everybody could use a little bit of smarter every day. You know. For oh, sure. look at this guy. What does he do? <gasps> Glass stuff scares me. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't know why. I find it's it so fascinating because it's so hot. Yeah, that must be it. Yeah. Uh, very cool. Go check that out. And of course, punishprops.com and the Punish Props YouTube channel. Bill Duran. It has been nothing short of a pleasure to have you on today yeah what do you say we go hang out do this next week in person i think we should I like that idea let's spend right some on. quality time together next week uh have I a good one I in the meantime smell you smell you later bye now <laughs> all right my asp is being a little weird hold on a second that's what people are saying yeah that there's a little bit of laggy yeah it appears stuff. to be um here let me pause this for a second one second everyone all right we've <sighs> resumed recording uh, we're back, and now time for Bobby, if I can remember, to add him to the call first. Let's do it right now. Speaking of somebody we're going to meet next week. Yeah, bring we'll in see the, you again. Bring in the missus, which That's is pretty right. cool. It's going to be nice, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to meet whoever would marry Bobby, you know? <laughs> it's going to be exciting stuff. Here's his uh, intro thing. Science! Bob is hungry. And the soup looks good. It sure does. Bob looks good, too. Look at you, Bobby, with your hair pulled back, looking all suave. What's going on, man? Oh, not a lot. Yeah, just living That's life. That's a lie. There's been a lot going on. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> there are a few things going on. Yeah. People are busy. I know you guys got all your secret shit that none of us can know about that keeps you busy. But are, do you feel ready for next week? Do you feel uh, Do you feel prepared? Oh, I'm more than ready. I am... I'm I'm excited even. Wow. <laughs> High level of readiness. Good. That's great. I'm I'm not sure. I was looking for a word. I think excited. Is there a little anxious Maybe. in there as well? It's a little Oh, for sure. I'm always anxious whenever, you know, people are involved. <laughs> yeah. When other humans are there. I get it. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. we're the nicest, easiest humans you know, right? Yeah. Yeah, I think I mean, to be honest, it's true. Uh, the uh, I was out to dinner with my wife, who is going to be coming with me. Yeah, and she was asking about you know we were just chatting about how fun it's going to be, and I was telling her seriously the the 
the the people the TMS fans are just about the nicest people I've ever met. Mm. So in your so life, in your whole yeah. life. No, maybe not. Maybe there's someone like that's your not mom. Even, that's not even an exaggeration. It no. is. Uh, yeah. it's, it's just the truth. Oh, your camera yeah. went all blown out. No, oh, there you go. I'm fixing, fixing it. it. Don't yeah. worry. That's yeah. okay. all good. All, all right. behind the scenes, how the sausage Logitech G Hub, everyone's favorite oh. camera software. Yeah, sucks. Hit that app. Yeah, it's really bad. I love Logitech. Can't stand that software. Uh, no, Bob, uh, let's get to some uh, some science. Bobby hosts a science show, and so when he comes <laughs> on here, we talk about science. So what's going on? What are we doing? Um, I'm gonna have. Do you remember I told you how busy I was? I'm gonna have to say that my dog ate my homework. Um, <laughs> that's the excuse. Uh-huh. Okay. That I so have. you want to talk about uh, putting drone parts into taxidermy seagulls? Sure. <laughs> I thought that was really f- funny. I, I I'm with you guys. There's no how in the how are they gonna expect? Like if the if the excuse is that they're trying to study how birds flock, you know? Yeah. Yeah because there is plenty to study there right like like understanding what are the signals and behavioral patterns. like flocking behavior is emergent behavior and it's it's all you know some sort of algorithm inside the brain of each of those birds that when they get together they they behave in this certain way right mm-hmm. worthy sure. of study for sure trying to understand it's definitely it. worthy of study and it would be cool if you had a bird and you could control things about it like oh what if we have what, how, what do we have to do to make other birds follow this bird? Or what if we put this bird into the middle of the flock and do this? Will it affect that? You know, you could, you could tease apart what kind of signals change the way that birds flock. But there's no way. I have a drone, uh-huh. like one of those, D, those phantom. The D, DJI. DJI. Yeah. Yeah. And when I turn that thing on. <laughs> You can hear it from across the city. Right, yeah. There's no It sounds right. like someone is tr- is running a weed eater in my ear. Yeah. There's right. no way those birds are going to be like 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 oh yeah, he's just one of us. Yeah. <laughs> he sounds that sounds a little different, but he's definitely a bird like us. Yeah. He's t- I have an image in my head of like like just a crowd of people and then some like I don't know, some really really janky like like kid like stack of kids in a trench say, coat walking kids in a trench coat it's <laughs> yeah. exactly what it is mm. right like oh, hey hello, everybody hello, i'm just a normal uh, guy <laughs> i will take two alcohols please yeah you're not wrong i was looking at some video here they put some up on the new scientist uh, youtube channel and it flaps i thought maybe it just hovered and its wings never moved oh, oh no really? way really yeah so it flaps and so maybe we're missing part of this ta- content, which is <laughs> like it, go, it flaps pretty quickly, but I can't tell if it makes sound is the problem. It doesn't show yeah. the video is like got music over it. So I can't tell. Uh-huh. So my guess uh, is it's a little, it's a highfalutin idea that just didn't quite hold yeah. water. Yeah. Maybe. Still fun I do have, I'm, I've got a whole list of, I, I haven't started my, my picking what I'm going to talk about on on the podcast that's going to hmm. publish next week, but I do have one here that I was started reading through that's uh, about 
It's the the headline is uh, science confirms the best kimchi is made in traditional clay jars. You might find that interesting. <laughs> oh my gosh! Um, yeah, so the best kimchi I ever had was made in a jar and was buried for like six months or something. It's the most amazing, smelliest thing I ever yeah. to ate in my life. Totally stunk. Well, so but, I read man, through the good. article real fast, and they said that they think what's causing it is that the clay jars is, are, are really porous. And that it allows for um, for the water, very salty water, because you put a lot of salt mm-hmm. yeah. in when you're making kimchi. So it's it's seeping through the clay jars, the porous clay, and um, also allowing carbon dioxide to escape through the clay. So so the the general level of carbon dioxide is lower in the jar than say a glass or a metal container Mm -hmm. and so they think that maybe what's going on they think what's going on is that the bacteria that makes the kimchi taste good likes it's lactic acid bacteria and it likes the uh a lower carbon dioxide environment and the other stuff that makes kimchi not taste good Mm. is um is other types of aerobic bacteria and aerobic bacteria, as I'm sure you guys know, mm. um, <laughs> loves a carbon dioxide. So, um, so with there being less carbon dioxide in there, the aerobic, the bad, unwanted aerobic bacteria, there'd be less of that and more of the salt-loving lactic acid bacteria. Yeah, that 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 is interesting, right? Because it feels like they wouldn't have known the difference. Back then, when people in ancient times were making early forms of of kimchi, they just had clay pots. That's what they yeah. had. They stick them in there, bury it, and done. Exactly. And, and say, oh, I, this one's a little more porous. I think this one will have a better flavor to it. Yeah, I always find that interesting because they don't know. They don't have any idea mm-hmm. until it's just working and yeah. they know it's good and 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 people like it, but they don't know why. And yeah. I I like I like studies like this because. Um, there's a lot of people who, especially when it comes to food and especially when it comes to like ancient wisdom, unquote, unquote, mm-hmm. um, a lot of people are like, oh, people have been doing it for uh, thousands of years, so it must be best. Um, and so the, that type of thinking often leads to sort of uh, confirmation bias and people just, you know, oh, it's supposed to be the best. So then, of course, I'm going to have this biased way of thinking and then I will convince myself that it tastes better when maybe it doesn't really uh you're just looking for it yeah 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 so so these these people are doing what scientists do and saying you know what we should actually look at this and see if it a it is better so that's the first thing they did according to this article is they they just made some batches of kimchi in a traditional clay pot yeah and then other ones in other pots and then they just blind taste tested it and and then also measured it to see what kind of bacteria and stuff are in it, and um and then they looked at under like a microscope, like a, mm. a I think they actually use CT scans too to look at um the the very the micro microscopic structure of the material and what's going on there and stuff like that. Again, a thing my brothers, you know, ancient ancestors would not have the wherewithal to do. They just knew it was good. You yeah, know. and they couldn't even test it in different things because that's another thing, you know. So I know that uh, we talk when it comes to construction, the Romans figured out a lot of really 
mm-hmm. a lot of things that we still use today, especially with things like concrete. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of people think like, how did they figure that out? Well, you know, like, it's just amazing that they figured it out. And it's not, it's not like they just sat down and, and did a lot of the science that we can do today. And sure, they had a, the scientific method hadn't even been in, created then, but they, they were good thinkers. And they also, a lot of people don't think about the fact that the Roman Empire lasted a real long time. <laughs> and a long time for trial yeah. and error. Exactly. And, say, oh. and that's what it is. So they yeah. had people whose yeah. job, if your job was to, if you made a living building um, as an architect or some sort of builder and, and you built things out of concrete, you had a, you know, you had quite an interest in trying to figure out what the best way to make concrete is. And so that's what you did. Mm-hmm. And you tried something and then you tried something else on a different structure and then you saw which one lasted longer. And then, you know, you passed that knowledge on to because uh, all of this was passed on through families, right? All these these trades were, were usually passed on through families right? or apprentices, if nothing else. And so you pass that knowledge on to the next person and the next person tries some different things. And But the reason I bring that up is because these clay pots didn't even have that as a benefit because what's the alternative, right? You, they didn't I don't think I, – I don't know when glass was invented, but I don't think they had glass jars, and I don't, they certainly wouldn't have – I guess they might have had, like, bronze Yeah, pots. they could have had bronze, uh, possibly. So, may, so maybe yeah. they were trying other things. Maybe. Um, out. Yeah, but that would be know. just trial and error, right? They don't really understand the, right. the ins and outs. Like, like, oh, this one tastes like a Moscow mule. Let's not ever uh, have this one again. Yeah. yeah. I assume – This is all the thought process, by the way, that I would normally go through before <laughs> – I Before on coming the on the show, I would, I would yeah, say, no. well, when when was glass invented? Let me actually look that up. When did they have bronze pots back? Let me see. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, we're well, this is like seeing how you make your sausage. That's right, like exactly. Right, yeah. Right. Uh, so let me ask you this, and I know this is seems separate, but it, to me, it's like the same process or the same kind of question. And I'm sure data exists. I'm just I just haven't looked it up. But you yeah. know that feeling when you're at camp or you're somewhere outside. Food tastes better. You don't know why it does. It just does. If it's a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, that peanut butter and jelly sandwich is way better at the park than it ever Except would be in milk. your kitchen. Except milk. Good point. Milk is bad immediately yeah. in outdoors. You're right. I don't know. Exposed to sunlight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like the gremlin. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't. It's yeah. If you take milk outside, it's instantly disgusting. I don't know why anyone yeah. would drink milk outdoors. I don't either. It's gross. You're not wrong. Um, but knowing uh, that, what there's probably science that tells us. It feels like MythBusters may have done this even, but why I can have a hot dog at a at an outdoor. Uh, yeah, you know, I don't know, baseball park, and have okay. it be amazing, and not really that big of a deal. It's like kind of a poopy dog, but it's really good out there for some reason. You eat that same thing at home, and you're just kind of bleh. I wonder why that is. You know, like what's our deal? Do you think yeah. it's? Do you think it's like? It can't be just be pure like placebo. There's got to be more than that. Right. Anyway, that should be right. an upcoming future thing you do. I think it's soaked in a ton of salt at yeah. the ballpark. And, uh, Fair point. <laughs> and we just don't do that at home. I think there actually is – there might be some some actual food signs to it. But uh, yeah. Well, I don't know. I think I think another the point – part of the point Scott's making is that even if you make a burger at home, if you eat it mm. in the backyard, there's something really mm. good about that. Yeah, even yeah. if you oh, made yeah, it no, in the I, house. And I agree with that, you know. Yeah. But why though? See, that's why I want to know is why. Is it Maybe better? it's because you're outside and you're in tune with your your primitive savage, your <laughs> primal, history. yeah, your primal yeah. Uh, existence that that the your fresh ancestors. Air combination. And, yeah. yeah, who knows? I don't know either. But it makes me kind of want 
you know those tinfoil things you, you heat up a bunch of meat and veggies in a tinfoil ball and you cook it in a fire that sounds so good right now there's i mean most violent sports happen outdoors mm-hmm. uh, violent murders most of them happen outdoors too that's a really right? good point we do all our best and worst work outside <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know why that is but there you are uh, well, that's uh, cool. I like having a little inside look at how you might come up with something for your next little bit of uh, of science. So there's nothing wrong with this. Uh, no. Why don't you explain to us what that show is, where to get it, and what your last episode talked about? Yeah, well, we uh, our show is called All Around Science. Me and Mora do lots of science discussing. Or uh, is that a word? Discussing? <laughs> discussion? Discussion? Really isn't? No, it's not. But I like it. <laughs> Well, you know what? We do it. It's a Sean Connery word. Yeah, it's, it's a, a very, Sean Connery word for sure. Yeah. That's very Connery. You ever discussed your car? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, we 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 talk about science. What's going on in the news? What's just going on in our heads? What we're thinking about and things that we find interesting in science. Called all around science. Yesterday, the latest episode that just came out, we talked about. Uh, we're getting a lot of interest on this on social media people are engaging with this a lot as migraines Mm, a lot Um, of people get them i've never had a migraine before lucky bastard yeah that's what i'm hearing because uh my co-host mora gets migraines and she looked into it and we talked a lot about the science what we do know and a lot about what we don't know um and because if you've never had a migraine before if you've had a migraine you know this but if you've never had a migraine before a migraine is is very literally not just a bad headache. Mm. It's something different. Mm. Um, in the brain, what's happening is different. Yeah. Um, a headache, you know, is just swelling of blood vessels in your head that causes pain. Um, but a migraine is totally different. And so we talk about that. And uh, it seems that people are really liking this one. So um, you should cool. check that out. All around science. I've only, I can count on one hand how many times I've had them, but every time I have one... Worst thing. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. I'm and, to- every, and lots of migraines are very different. There's a very wide range of experience with migraines. And that's part of what yeah. makes it so hard to study and why we don't know a lot about it. I wish it. mine wasn't so painful. My sister gets them too. Um, my sister Misha, she gets them really bad. She has to lay in the dark for like two hours to get her, to get rid of them. Um, yeah. I wish they weren't the painful kind because I have heard of kinds that are like, oh, you just kind of feel euphoric for an yeah. hour or you see bright yes, lights. Exactly. Or, I've oh, never wow. heard of that before. Exactly, Brian. No, There's um, Some people just have um, all sorts of symptoms, but pain is not with, always one of them. Huh. Yeah. Some people get euphoric after a migraine is over. Mm-hmm. Um, so you go through all the pain for several hours and then you wake up and you feel great and you have lots of energy. But you know, and some of them are sure. just visual. There was a famous, I forgot his name, guy that was on NPR all the time doing doing brain neurology segments, and he's from a different country. And I can't remember his name because I don't remember names today. But anyway, this guy, he had a version called visual something. Anyway, basically, it was a visual thing. He would hallucinate or he would see things oh, wow. that weren't there. And he knew what it was. He knew it was part of his migraine. But the migraine would happen, no pain, but he would see people and stuff happening that weren't really there. Wow, and that's pretty. Did they ever wild. come true? Like, were they, you know, like <laughs> premonitions, like seeing the future or alternate realities? Or I, something? I don't think so. But it, but uh, what probably. a it, probably more like my stupid dreams, where none of it makes sense, and why would yeah, you do it? Yeah. But um, but that's fascinating to me. So do check it out, everybody. Big show coming up. That's all around science, which you can find <laughs> anywhere. I'll see you guys in 
Less than a week. Yeah. Yeah. In Las yeah, Vegas. On Sunday. Five, five days, something like I that. I mean, are yeah. you excited beyond control? Because I kind of am. I'm very excited. I'm having difficulty controlling myself day to day. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. My, Same. Uh, sure. My, uh, every once in a while, I just start flailing like a mm-hmm. Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to be careful because if you show too low on the Muppet, you see where the hand goes up your butt. And you don't want that. You can't have yeah. that. I am not interested in that. No. Bobby, have a great week. We'll see you next time. I guess we'll see him in Vegas. Is where we'll see him. Yeah, we'll see. That'll be the next time. Yeah, <laughs> see you next time. You know where we Vegas see you? It'll the next time will be literally we'll see you in Vegas. How about that? That's right. We will uh, visually see you. I found so a couple quick things. I found yeah. um, before we go. I found a. Uh, let's see if I can find the name. Okay, there we go. I found a thing that it just kind of cheered me up yesterday. I was kind of having a rotten mood day. Aww. Don't know why. Mm-hmm. Just didn't. I think there was a storm coming, and I react to that crap. It's weird. Yeah. Anyway, speaking of weird things. Uh, Somebody named Andrew. I don't have his first name or his last name. I do have okay. his first name. Um, he is somebody who left me a note at Nerdtacular 2017. It was somebody who didn't ever have a chance. And he included your name and a few other host names. He never had a chance to talk with any of us personally, which is something we okay. always tried to do at those events. Right. Always try to be available to who, yeah, everyone, all absolutely. whatever. We're not, you know, we're not up on everyone, everyone all at once. Yes. Yeah, everyone all at once. And um, he said, he said he didn't get a chance to do that. He didn't want to bother us and all this sort of stuff. Aww. But then there's just really long, nice letter that just said the nicest things about us, about the network, about the content we make. And I know it's twenty. It was 2017. It's been some time now. I just want that Andrew to know if you're still listening to TMS, which he spoke very highly of in the letter. I just wanted you to know it made my day better yesterday. So thank you for writing that all Aww. that time ago. And I'm glad I keep those things. I have a whole stack of that kind oh, of crap. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I have a um, folder. And then one other note. Uh, of, uh, a member of our community, Zomniacs, in the chat occasionally, um, having some gnarly surgery this week. And uh, just a shout out to him. Everybody be thinking about Zomniacs. Some of you probably know him. Uh, he bought us breakfast last year at uh, at, at uh, TMS Vegas. Or about some people. I don't know if I was there for the, for the Zomniac breakfast, but... Uh, yeah, super generous, some awesome. Out to breakfast. Just an awesome dude. And um, is currently just going through some rotten Aww. business. So anyway, I want I want to wish him nothing but the best during this week because uh, he deserves for it. For sure. Um, okay, that's it for us. Don't forget to join us on Patreon. Uh, that $2 threat may happen sooner than later. i got to talk to Patreon and figure out how this works. But, <laughs> but you all, you know, if you want to bump it up to that one that happens, great. If you want to stay where you're at, you're grandfathered in, don't worry. But now's the time to get in. If you want to lock in that dollar, uh, head on over to patreon.com slash TMS. You'll never get ads. You'll get pre-show content every day, post-show as well. You'll get couch parties on the weekend, art in the mail, and other great monthly benefits that you can read all about over there. Maybe eventually we unlock the Frog Pants All-Stars. Who knows? Who knows? Maybe. Someday. Someday. Someday will happen. That's patreon.com slash TMS. Let's get out of here. Brian, you got a little song for the end of the show today or what? I do. I've got a little tribute here. A little sad story. Uh, Simon, a.k.a. Conquer 87 wrote in and said, my partner of 11 years passed away last year on April 16th. Her favorite band was Bullet for My Valentine, and it would be great to hear, it would be awesome to hear any cover by or of their work for the year anniversary of her passing. Um, sad sad tribute today uh, going out to Simon, but hopefully um, a song that you like. This is uh, from their 2018 album, Gravity. I think this is a bonus track on that deluxe edition of that album. Here's Bullet for My Valentine, their cover of Imagine Dragons radioactive all right that's going to do it for us thank you all for listening and watching and by the way as a reminder if you like watching or would like to be a part of the live watch of the show that happens monday through thursdays 
right here at frogpants.tv at 9 a.m. Mountain Time, 8 a.m. Pacific, 11 a.m. Eastern. Sorry, Central, we're not talking about you today. (laughs) Do the math. Do the freaking math. All right, that's going to do it for us. Thank you all for listening. We'll see you next time. like what you just heard, there's a very good chance you will like all the shows on the Frog Pants Network. Get more at frogpants.com. Let me make this real to you. Bring on the virgins. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.